Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Happy Thanksgiving and welcome to the PHLY Eagles podcast, a beautiful Friday. Back in the saddle, Bo Wolf, Zach Berman with a big smile on his face. Vivisection talk in the chat. What's going on there? We don't know, but we've got a lot to talk about on the show today. News on the Eagles front that Zach has a lot to say about. We have Goose Wisely as we continue to go into this Eagles-Bills matchup. We'll have our Crystal Ball Eagle predictions. We're going to talk a little bit about Brandon Graham set to become the uh, set the mark for most regular seasons games played in franchise history. Exciting stuff there. But Zach, everybody wants to know. I think uh, like the drama is building here. The tension is building. What are you going to sound like as you open your mouth? How are you feeling? And congratulations. I'm doing well. Excited for the show. I don't know what you're congratulating me on. I presume it's being back on the show. Uh, you and Jamie did an awesome job on Wednesday. I was watching when I could and commenting when I could, uh, and then listened back as well. And missed you guys, missed the show, didn't want to be Wally Pipped. Uh, so here I am back. Uh, how am I feeling? I'm feeling well. I'm, some, I'm certainly better than I was the other day. You know, I, I don't say this with self deprecation, I say this honestly. Like, uh, you know, I, I, saw the, I, I saw the other reporters today and, you know, they're all asking me, how, uh, how are you doing? And I was like, was I that bad? And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, we were worried. Yeah, they're like, we were worried about you, man. Um, and so I was like, ooh. And I, I know. Yeah, they all know what it takes to get you <laughs> to not show up to work. I'm, I'm afraid this is going to set up, like, the next few years of, jo- of, of jokes from you. So I don't even know how why so? I'm doing this. But because you're probably going to say, like, like I'm, I'm pumping for big, for big Pharma. But, man. Uh, the medicine that I got, that that stuff worked in wonders, and there's a lot of there's there's a lot coursing through my veins right now, but mm. it it has uh, rejuvenated me and got me back to this seat where I'm ready to talk. Eagles, Bills, Kelly Green Week. How about that? Well, I mean, I feel like the luster of Kelly Green Week is has sort of dulled a little bit this is not the second time it's not like a, 
I don't think we get the full Kelly Green week excitement like we did last time. It's just we'll see what the jerseys look like. That's fun. But oh, I think seeing those Bills jerseys and the Eagles Kelly Green jerseys and I'm confused about why you think I would tease you about liking the like the advancements of modern medicine, the steroids that you're getting. Like I'm Aaron Rodgers or something like that. I feel like you you have some type of issue against big pharma. I don't know. I I I feel as if as if you'd find something to. I'm very pro vaccine. I don't understand <laughs> good, uh, good. where this I is mean, coming from. I'm I'm very pro everything that I got going on in in, in my body right now. So uh, let's and, unpack that a little more. What do you have going on? Uh, I mean, there's I, I can't even name, I I can't pronounce. That's that's probably not a surprise, but I can't pronounce all this stuff that uh, I, I have. But it's 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 cleared up my illness, and it's allowed me to uh, sleep better, breathe better. Um, live better so yeah it's 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 terrific right now wow what an endorsement <laughs> yes what an endorsement um but most how was your what, thanksgiving zach my thanksgiving was great because i was with my family whenever i'm with them it's good uh and unless I, you're at work in which case i i, I you know better. i didn't have quite the appetite that i might have had in years past so probably wasn't the best from that perspective because my mom made an amazing spread and I probably didn't indulge the way uh, I have in other years. Although did we get all the, were all the Bermans there? Yeah. Yeah. We were all together. It was, it was, it was great being together. Talked, uh, you know, a lot of football. Yeah. It was nice. Now do we mingle the families? Do they co co mingle or uh, do you do, do you go Bermans and then with Emily's side? I'll, I'll be at Emily's side tonight. Okay. I, I can't wait to see them. Okay. Just curious. How about your Thanksgiving? Uh, Compliments to the chef, right? Well, no, you weren't there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just walk into a restaurant where you haven't had any food yet and say compliments to the chef. I, compliments I asked, to the chef. I asked how it, or it, like, it was. Or uh, like, oh, what do you do? What, what do you do? Oh, I'm a chef. And you just say, oh, compliments <laughs> to the chef. That's, that's not like you're supposed no. to appreciate the food that was cooked. Yeah. That's the comment. No, I'm it's saying like the chef received compliments, I imagine. <laughs> You're you're there laboring all day over the food. What what was on the menu you made? Let's see uh, the turkey, obviously. Okay. Uh, a little mashed potato casserole. Ooh, casserole. Uh, yeah, so I could make it, uh, make the potatoes the night before, and then uh, fire it up closer to meal time. Mac and cheese. Uh, this stuffing with uh, with sausage and oysters, and I gotta say that was the biggest disappointment to me. The oysters didn't really bring a lot to the dish. They're not the the uh, the time to shuck the oysters and cut them up, not worth it, really. That's that's not what I'll go back to. But I will say the uh, the beets with coriander, big hit. Beets that with was coriander. a that was a, that was that was one that I will go back to for sure. Very Dwight Schrute of you. Um, yes, that's your only cultural touchstone, pretty much is is the office. So that's good. Cool. I'm glad that something. Uh, <laughs> I mean, something went into that lane. Help for you. me out here, chat. If you hear beets, do you not think of Dwight Schrute? That's fine. Like, am I right, Tyler? Beats and Dwight Schrute are most closely associated. If you say so. Yeah. Uh, okay. I would I would think of the Beats from Doug. Okay, well, banging on a trash can. Yeah, definitely Dwight Schrute. Uh, what else? The gravy, cranberry there you sauce. Go. Your Beats, uh, Battlestar Galactic. My sister made a great uh, sweet potatoes with uh, with oh. uh, marshmallows and a salad and cornbread and. Uh, what am I missing? I'm missing one other thing. Oh, pearled onions. That's a that's a, a, a Rachel request. How about dessert? 
Uh, two pies. I didn't make the pies. Those were those were bought. What kind okay. of pies? Uh, pecan from Ease Grows okay. and uh, pumpkin from somewhere else. Okay, that's that's a good uh, that's that's a real good Thanksgiving. It was good. Great to be with family. Yeah, and and then at the end of the night, were you like exhausted from all the cooking? Uh. I don't. Know. I mean, I don't. I would just say like standing for a long time. I'm okay. an old man now, but I wouldn't say too exhausted. Just ready for bed at the end of the day. Did you indulge in college football? No. <laughs> oh, or I'm not college. Did you indulge in football rather? Uh, yes, I was watching. I was watching the uh, the first game while I was cooking. That okay. was that was going on. Didn't Lions watch Packers. as much of the other two games because they were such a blowout. Okay. How about you? Yeah, I watched a lot of football. Uh, egg bowl last night. I wanted to be prepared for when Fletcher Cox comes on next week. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be a lot. I'm sure that'll be all we talk about next week when he comes on. Well, Fletcher Cox and A.J. Brown had a bet on the game. And uh, A.J. Brown won because Ole Miss won. And he's waiting for Fletcher Cox to pay up. What's the What was the bet? I didn't get the specifics there. Do you know if it is actual cash or is this like a where I, some other thing? I didn't get the specifics there. We'll find out more. Okay. Maybe you get so maybe you get a little bit of work to do as a reporter. <laughs> wow, jeez, <laughs> get the full story. I mean, maybe I I'm I'm not prepared to share the full story on the show. You know? Oh, yeah. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, compliments to the chef. <laughs> okay. All right, Zach. There is some Eagles news. Yes. That we have to talk about before we get to the matchup itself. What is that? And uh, do your best to to suppress the smile that we know is coming. There's no smile. Um, Derek Barnett, who had a really productive career here, first-round pick in 2017, uh, was a part of the only Super Bowl in Eagles history, and a big part of it was on the receiving end of the fumble. That was the most famous fumble, the the best defense, the biggest defensive play. In it is interesting history. timing that this is happening the yes. same time as the Brandon Graham celebration. And the week before, I, I think he has has one of the more underrated plays in the championship game. Uh, 21, it was, it was 14, seven in the second quarter, Minnesota was driving. They were inside the red zone, third down and Derek Barnett forces, a, you know, has a sack Great forced point. fumble. And then the Eagles go on and score a touchdown the next drive and never look back. Uh, Where might one read a little bit more about that situation and that whole, you know, underdogs, the Philadelphia Eagles emotional road, to Super Bowl victory, which available where Is there a black Friday deal going on. I imagine on all these, at all these bookshops. All right, yeah. let's make it happen. Uh, so I appreciate that though. Uh, but but Derek Barnett, whose play has has leveled off in, in in recent years and missed last year with an injury, and two weeks ago was a healthy scratch for the first time last week, absent for personal reasons. The Eagles are waving Derek Barnett um, af- after seven seasons with the team. Uh, he is now uh, free to play elsewhere for the first time in his career. Well, this is an interesting one where it's like. Um you know, the reporting is the Eagles are waving Derek Barnett. He's expected to get picked up right right away somewhere. But, like, this is also the same conversation about the Eagles are looking to trade Derek Barnett yeah. and nobody wanted to trade for him. Like, we'll see what happens. But I do you, – you sort of, like, I'm happy that Derek Barnett gets a chance to have a fresh yeah. start somewhere because it's very clear that it was it was the end of the line here. Yeah, I, I think that was really the impetus of it. I, I think he he wanted to play football, right? And and, and, and this was the the whole kind of trade request – trade trade request if you will before the season was that he kind of saw what his role was going to be and he said he wanted a bigger role somewhere uh he didn't have a big role here didn't have much production healthy scratch he was very unproductive in the snaps that he got this season 
it's still weird from a like how do the Eagles move forward standpoint. Like Nolan Smith is still not getting snaps, and it's somebody somebody makes a, a joke in the chat that he, they can't wait for Nolan Smith snaps to still go down somehow now that Bren, uh, now that Jerry Burnett's gone. But it's true. Like at some point here, they've got to trust that guy because Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick are playing a ton of snaps. Mm-hmm. Der, uh, Brandon Graham can only play so many snaps. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no uh, Derek Barnett as the like, uh, you know, break class in case of emergency backup. Now they need they need Nolan Smith to do something. And the the teams, um, I think they're like messaging behind the scenes, or they're I, I shouldn't even say they're messaging. I, I think they're thinking behind the scenes too. Was when they didn't acquire an edge rusher at the trade deadline, was that Nolan Smith would become kind of like that post deadline boost, if you will. Uh, he he's He'd be the first. He'd be the rookie who sees a big jump in the second half. That clearly has not happened to date, and I agree. It, it needs to start happening um, because uh, n- not just because of the snaps that Hassan and Sweat are taking, but if any of those top three guys go down, you need to know that he can play, like, or, or like you need to know what he can do. And they really haven't seen much from him. And they don't even have. Like really anybody like Teron Jackson is the only yeah. guy on the practice squad. I would not be surprised if at some I don't know who's out there, but it feels like they need they need another body just in case. And then the other thing they I think the other thing they can do is move like a Milton Williams over to the edge sometimes. Um, even play Jalen Carter on the edge in some rushing situations. Uh, but I agree with you. Uh, this is when you when you do this when you let Barnett go because Barnett is a a capable body, right? Even if he was like. An unhappy player, you know, yes. like he he's a capable body. Um, so so letting him go really puts puts uh, Nolan Smith in the spotlight. And is your understanding that that this is connected to him just not wanting to be here? That's my um, strong presumption. Yes. Okay. What else is going on in Eagles world? They were back on the practice field today. Um, AJ Brown, you might have seen him on the injury report with a thigh injury. Uh, I asked him about that thigh injury. He's going to be fine. Uh, it's just something he's dealing with. You can say it happened in the game. I'm not quite sure what he meant by that, but he, someone okay. said someone said that it happened in the game, and he said you can say that. Um, Weird. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I'm not quite sure when else this thigh injury occurred, but um, on the plane, uh, like who knows? I, I don't know. Uh, and then uh, Milton Williams, watch out for this. Uh, he he's in the concussion protocol, so I wouldn't expect him to be able to play. Um, One less day to, to clear it. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, those are kind of the big uh, injury notes. Um, the Sirianni press conference today, there was not much there as far as hard news. The, 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 the two big topics were Brendan Graham, which we'll get to, and then uh, his kind of coaching demeanor and, you know, why he is the way he is on the, si- on the sideline. And uh, more kind of after, after, after the win, that video came out of him in the tunnel. With Chiefs fans and uh, he look Nick Sirianni likes to gloat and hey, hey when you win there's ample time to gloat. That's true. I think it's all connected to him. It's authentic, right? Yes, and that's why I'm not bothered about by it because like he's being who he is, and I I would never want to like take away someone's personality. Now that you can harness it if it's negative or there's there's things you can do about it, but yeah, I, I think he's a, his authentic self. And I think those around him respect the fact that he's his authentic self. And I know the the devil's advocate argument could be, well, if they start losing, it'll it'll wear quickly. It'll 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 wear on people quickly. 
they don't lose very much. So well, yeah, he's also not going to be gloating yeah. when they're losing. Yeah. You know, it's he'll be gracious in defeat. And yeah, and, and then there's also this argument that um, teams see this and it'll give them motivation. Like they'll be annoyed by him. The one thing I can say, and, and Nick Sirianni alluded to this today, I can say this with like fair, a fairly 100% confidence um, that, uh, and I've never been a, a pro athlete. We have one on with us Tuesdays. Perhaps we can ask him, but, and, and you've probably are closer to the pro athlete mindset than I am. Um, <laughs> okay. But these guys don't need any like motivation, you know, like, like they can, you saw in the Michael Jordan doc, like they manufacture motivation. I saw something going around yesterday. There was like a, a fake Twitter quote from Amon St. Brown um, that he didn't know anyone on the Packers defense. Like and he didn't actually say it. Someone just like put it out there. And then on Jordan Love's way to the press conference, one of the assistant coaches was like, ask if 14 knows any of our guys now. Like these guys have no shortage of finding motivation. If Nick Sirianni was a robot on the sideline, they'd still find a way to be, be opponents would still find motivation. Well, there's also like, it could, it could work the other way. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they're like too angry mm-hmm. and uh, that gets them to miss an assignment or something like that. There's just, there's no okay. way to, to yeah. untangle that. It's, it's impossible. In, in your days as a standout high school baseball player, did you uh, like find things to motivate you? You, you know, the opposing pitcher, said this in the uh the local newspaper. No, it's something they said, but yeah, I mean I okay. would if like uh like the way that they act, absolutely. Yeah, okay, you, yeah, you, okay. You, yeah, you gotta you gotta take something. Yeah. All right. So there. So you can kind of put yourself in the mindset of a pro athlete in that regard. I, I mean I, I feel like you're mocking me to some degree here, but there's uh, no I, mocking I you the point that you're making. <laughs> there's no mocking. I I, on the other hand, I I was on a really good team and did not play very much. There would like my motivation would, would, would be to chase that foul ball that, that went into the, into the bushes a little faster. Okay, so among the two of us, I'll defer to you. And I, I just saw you smoke of someone in, uh, in, not smoke, smoke someone in ping pong. So, uh, yeah, you have, uh, you have quite the Still haven't lost a righty in, uh, in the PHLY studios yet, but my time will come. Uh, Zach, speaking of authenticity, I know that there is a, a sponsor of ours that you yes. are authentically a, uh, a big fan of. Yeah, I am authentically a big fan of Wheelhouse. Here and you go. a matter of fact, if you I, need will, it. Oh, you got I, it. I, I got it here. I will be at Wheelhouse tomorrow. Uh, I've already planned the morning with my kids, and I will not be sick this time because Wheelhouse is the go-to, spo- uh, is the go-to sports cards gift and apparel shop in the Delaware Valley, in the in the Delaware Valley, their motto is "Cards and Community" because love of sports unites us all. They carry all of your favorite card brands like Topps, Chrome, Baseball, and Mosaic Football, as well as T-shirts, hats, and hoodies from brands like Mitchell Ness, Forty Seven Brand Junk Food, Starter, and Shy Vintage Sports. If you're looking to grade your sports card collection, Wheelhouse offers PSA grading submissions. They also host tons of different family friendly family friendly events and birthday parties every month. Stop in to either of their stores in Wayne or Westchester. Open seven days a week at 11 a.m., which is around the time I might, I might be there tomorrow. Use code PHLY and get $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in store. Also, be sure to follow them on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. We've also got, just so you know, a big deal on the PHLY Locker. 
today for Black Friday. 25% off. You can wear this. You can get this sweatshirt that I am wearing today. And even better, we have a bunch of brand new merch that has just dropped. Eagles wise, five new different designs. You got a Fletcher Cox. You got a Sickos shirt. You got a Baby Rhino shirt and a couple Philly specific shirts. Love that Kelly Green. All good stuff. So the PHOI locker, today is the day to, uh, you know, make yourself look a little bit more like Bo and Zach, which we're all trying to do in our own way. So as, <coughs> excuse me, as the show has happened, the Eagles officially waived Eric Barnett. Okay. And they released a, they released a statement as well. The Eagles organization would like to thank Derek for his contributions to this team over the last seven seasons. As a rookie, Derek made one of the most memorable plays in our Super Bowl victory over the Patriots. He has been a great teammate who always played with high energy and effort. We wish Derek nothing but the best. Curious your thoughts here, Bo. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the right statement. I just don't think they even needed a statement necessarily if you're just going to whack a guy. but Yeah, like, they they typically don't it's, uh, put it out. For an in-season releasing, Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not going to kill him for it. I always err on the side of class. That's debatable. Oh, always. Let's, let's unpack that <laughs> one. Saying, always. I don't know, you know. When have I been unclassy? Um, I don't think we need to get into this now. <laughs> oh, jeez. Someone's going to keep me up at night. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of classy, Zach, let's talk about uh, Brandon Graham because you you wrote about him, which you can read today on allphly.com. Uh, it is a, it is remarkable how far he has come since uh, since he was a rookie, since the first three four years of his career, when all the conversation about Brandon Graham was you know why isn't he Earl Thomas or Jason Pierre-Paul, mm -hmm. and now he is set to set the regular season mark for games played. He does still trail David Akers in play. Like if you include playoff games, he's going to have to get all the way to the Super Bowl this year if he's going to take that mantle. And they probably should include playoff games for most games played. Yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah. But the most regular. But he has played. surpassed Akers in seasons played, and he is now tied yeah. Benerick in seasons yes. played. Yeah, Benerick's probably pretty pissed off that he didn't get the seventeen game seasons in there, right? Yeah, I think he's probably pissed off about a lot of things. <laughs> yes. Wherever he is. Well, we don't need to go there. <laughs> um, <coughs> sorry. Uh, so, yeah, Derek Bar. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Brandon Graham. Uh, the way you outlined it there is important. 10 years ago, this would have seemed improbable, almost impossible. Like it's not hyperbole to say this because Brandon Graham has said this. He didn't think he was going to make the team in 2014. He thought Travis Long was going to make it over him. And Travis Long, we thought in the media, Travis Long was going to make it over him. Travis Long tears his ACL in the preseason finale. Brandon Graham makes the team, goes on, has a good run uh, that year, re-signs with the Eagles, becomes a starter, and the rest is history. Um, but as I wrote today on AllPHLY, and I believe this, I mean, he, first off, like an awesome football player. Like, you don't last 14 years and you know nearly 200 games unless you're a really good player. And he get, he's, he's gotten to the quarterback consistently throughout his career. He's been real strong against the run. Uh, in Jim Schwartz's defense, he was he was real good, and you know he can move into the interior. I I uh, I don't want that to be lost. And like, and he's a better guy, you know. Um, 
But I think a part of him lasting this long, I wrote this and I spoke to him about it today, is his attitude, is the fact that he's the kind of guy you want to have in your locker room. He's the kind of guy who, who like, these are monotonous days in training camp, in the season, in the offseason, whenever it may be. And Brandon Graham's there every day with a smile and a laugh. Like, he's not just like, uh, you know, sticking to himself in the locker room. He's talking to everybody and not just like the guys who've been with him for a decade, but newcomers who, who, who come in. He, he gets to know so many different guys. Um, and I think it, it, sh- it showed, you know, he spoke last year about good juju, about having this like good juju, bringing it every day. And um, he said today, no one wants to work with an a-hole. And I, and I thought that was like a, a pretty good way of putting it. You know, he said like, you know, y- you want to be someone that people want to work with. And uh, people, I, I think people want to work with Brandon Graham. Yeah, I think so. I frame it and I, I, I wrote this and I, I've written it in, in I've, I've written in the past as well that there are energy givers and, and energy takers. There are people who like sap the room of energy and there are people who bring energy to the room and try, try to surround yourself with people who bring energy to the room, bring enthusiasm to the room. Um, I think it, it makes for a better room. Is it fair to say that you see yourself in Brandon Graham? Well, I don't see myself in Brandon Graham, but I, I see my... Yeah, th- that, look, they're... That's a personal opinion. That that's like that's something I feel strongly about, and I see it in Brandon Graham. That's probably why I convey that point as opposed to like the way he rushes from the interior. Let's say, okay, uh, because I, I that attributes one that I personally take a lot of pride in, um, and it's something I need to remind myself if I'm ever. I mean, there are invariably days when like you're pissed off about work or something's going on at home or whatever it may be and then if if i feel like i'm dragging i try to snap myself i'm like no you need to bring the energy to the room you need to have a good attitude you're always in control of your attitude and that's the way brandon graham sees it uh well he's you quoted him he said the thing about uh faking it till you till you make it right even if he doesn't feel it he's got to sort of force himself to do it yeah and that's I feel very strongly in that. So twice, I, I it'd be pompous to say I see myself in Brandon Graham, but I, I think I don't think that's pompous. I, you you recognize something of yourself in him. I recognize a, a value that I try or an attribute that I try to maintain that I, I see that has served him really well for a long time. Yes. Okay. I don't. I I I think all of that is true, but you're also right. What you said, like you know. If he was uh, playing like Derek Barnett, yeah. he would not be here just because of that attitude. You know, Fletcher Cox doesn't have quite yeah. the same attitude. He's been here almost just as long, and he's been a better player. Right? And Britton Covey has that attitude, and I don't think he'll be here for 14 years. So. Although, if he keeps returning like he's been returning yeah, the last couple that, weeks, he true. might be. He's that's been really true. good. Um, okay. I think that's a nice... A nice. Uh, what's your... Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to monopolize this. You know Brandon Graham well. Um, what's your best Brandon Graham story? I don't know that I have a best Brandon Graham story, but I, I remember the day that he was drafted and like people have told this story before, but you know, he comes in and he's, he's shaking everybody's hand and it's like, this guy's got this boyish enthusiasm and he's really trying to like, like, uh, like act the part. And there is the inclination, I think to be like, Oh, and I, and I remember saying this about 
Zach Ertz to a different degree, but like, oh, like, you know, Philly's going to beat that out of him, right? Like, he's not going to keep that. And here we are 14 years mm -hmm. later, and he's still the same guy. Now, you also have the perspective of you spent time with his family last year during a game. Um, is this how he always is? Like, is it a show or is it like, is this how he is all the time? Well, he wasn't there until the yeah. very end of that day, but I think it is. I think yeah. they would all tell you that that's, you know, and maybe Carlene is like, uh, yeah. it can be a little much sometimes. Yeah. Uh, like there are, there are probably situations where you don't need all of that energy, <laughs> but uh, just like seeing him with everybody yeah. after that game, you know, I think that's. That is I, my, my favorite part of what he was, what he was talking about after that game was remember that was the game. It was that saints game from last year. Josh Sweat gets yeah. suffers the scary injury, which meant that Brandon Graham had to play a lot more. Okay. And the, he's like, I am tired. Like, <laughs> he was like on the sidelines, like just totally sucking wind because he was like That's playing way more than he, than he was expecting to play, but still, still giving it his all. So. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was at, um, I, I said this uh, the other day that he, he appeared at Hope's Cookies in Villanova uh, for Phil Abundance where he was like scooping ice cream. And, and he, gave you, he gave you a classic locker room's clothes. Yes. Um, but it was, it was just interesting getting there and you see like this is a Friday night and there's this line around the block. Like it is, like, it is a really long line before he's, he's, he's even due to show up. And knowing Brandon, I'm just like, oh, my God, dude this is never going to end because he's just going to talk to everybody. And that's exactly what happened. And he was like, friend, he made every single person there feel like the most important person in the room. And that's like, uh, that's a quality Brandon Graham has. Well, if you want to be there on Sunday to watch Brandon Graham set this record, you don't have tickets yet. You still got a shot. You can go to game time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You, yes, you, can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. They've got flash deals and last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Images of seat views, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, all that good stuff. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. As we talked about, you get those images of the seat views. You buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps. Two taps. And you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem with code PHLY for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Why does my, uh, why does the, the MacBook, like I set it to be at the highest brightness. I want it to stay at the highest brightness. Why does it keep creeping down just because I haven't adjusted it recently? Well, if you want to know. They... It's probably trying to save my eyes, right? That's the idea. But I want it like this. This is how I want it right now. So uh, I think they've scaled back the touch bar actually. Okay. So you're one of the, the uh, you can't get the touch bar right now. Okay. Um, and uh, I think it might be related to the touch bar. Oh. Either that or if you have. Um, it's, not a, it's not a settings thing? Oh, well, well there could be a, a settings thing where it, it adjusts the light. Okay. Um, and, and they have the true tone and things like that. I mean. It's a, I find it's myself having to do this too often where it has crept down to like the middle brightness. And I'm sorry. I want it. You want it I, I want the full brightness. I got like lights blaring in my eyes here. I need to see. 
Tim Cook. Oh, come on. Compliments to the chef. I mean, definitely compliments to the chef there. I love their products, so compliments to the chef. Well, you love all technology. Yeah, I mean, guilty as charged. I believe in technology. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you got to be a little bit more discerning than that. The newer technology, the better. I, 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 I what like, a terrible position. What's that? It's, that's a terrible position? Just, just, it's new, it must be better? No, uh, <laughs> I, I like to try all different types of new technology, and, and okay. uh, the advancements are, are incredible. It will behoove me to take advantage of them. Um, like, if... You know, you if you pick up if if you go back to your life ten years ago and you and you use some of the tech from ten years ago, you'd be appalled. You'd at, at like the performance, the you know, the memory space. The sure, you know. yeah. So I am an advocate of of you know when there's refreshes and computers and refreshes and phones and re okay, that's you know fine. and refresh. Yeah, yeah. Um, you tease me and and I hope I'm not. I'm just saying my only oh, about ahead. like uh, you know about like the fitness technology, but yeah, I I like having data from my body. I like having uh, I like having data from yeah. The more data, the more technology. I think is a good thing. You're I'm with you on most of that. Okay, it's 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 just the uh, the full trust in all technology that I'm worried for you. Like I can tell you how I'm feeling based on. Uh, what my heart rate was at, at night, what my... Uh, Do you think there's any connection there, though, where it's like, it's telling you you're feeling this, so you then feel it that way? Oh, no. No. Because I, otherwise you could be able to fake it till you make it. Well, yeah, you try faking it, but this is actually, this is this is science. This is data. Like, you know, you're basically being like the, you know, the guy who's who's like run the ball on... Uh, that's not thing. true. Yeah. And that's I'm like, well, the data's Don't saying Don't make a this. false analogy. The data's saying this, so let's... let's uh. Abide by that. Okay, we don't. We, we you know we haven't talked enough Bills matchup. I feel. Yeah, like we, I agree. We could spend the rest of the show here because I I didn't get the good fortune of being on Wednesday's show, so I really want to talk about this Bills team because I I think this is gonna be a real tough game for the Eagles. What do you want to talk about? Well, I, it's not quite the same team since the injury to, to Matt Milano. I mean that that really hurt them. And yeah, their think, defense is, is is struggling at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I I think though Josh Allen and you guys talked about this like what he can do in terms of second effort plays extending plays um, buying time makes them dangerous. Diggs is as good a receiver as they'll see other than Tyreek Hill this season uh, and Justin Jefferson. Okay, but AJ Brown said today he's a top five receiver. Um, Dalton Kincaid in recent weeks has really given them a boost. And he's not even playing like a ten, uh, like a tight end. He's playing almost like a big slot for them. And uh, that's that. That's that's going to be an interesting matchup. We saw the Eagles play well against Kelsey last week. Well, who was Kincaid compared to during the, in the draft process? Travis Kelsey. Um, their offensive line is is is, is strong. Actually, uh, on the I believe on the um, on the All NFL show today. Uh, is, it's Hassan Reddick and Deion Dawkins. Is Six o'clock today. Yes. So uh, if you love Temple football, if you love NFL football, check that out. Um, but it's it's a it's a good roster that they fired uh, Ken Dorsey, even though um, their advanced metrics were pretty good. Um, but they were obviously looking for a change. They go to Joe Brady. Interestingly, um, in, in the twenty one in the two thousand twenty one coaching search, Joe Brady was the first coach the Eagles interviewed. During that search, imagine what could have been. Tough time for Joe Brady since then. 
fired midseason by Matt Rule. Shout out to Temple Football. Um, and uh, he uh, lands with Buffalo last year. He was the quarterback's coach. Uh, I frankly thought he was going to be like a dark horse candidate for the Penn State OC job. And uh, I, I, I pointed this way because our producer Tyler is a Penn State fan. Um, but gets gets elevated to interim offensive coordinator. Won his first week. We'll see what happens this week against the Eagles. This is a big spot for them. Uh, so I I really like this this Bills offense. I, I I think when you look at their point differential this season, it shows they can be a real dangerous team. Point differential last season the same way. Uh, I think they the Eagles can exploit their corners. Uh, that's that's a, that's 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 where they're weak and they've been banged up there. But they have a lot of experience there, of course, at safety with Poyer and with Hyde. I heard Jalen I heard Jalen Hurts' answer the other day when. He said like two decades worth of experience there, uh, and, and 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 that is what what they present. Your boy Rasul Douglas, midseason acquisition for them. Um, but I I like their defensive front, and we'll get to that too. Well, and, and you guys did the the uh, draft the other day, but you know between Von Miller and Ed Oliver has always been a favorite of mine. And uh, you and I had a number of the and Shiel Kapadia had a number of debates in the draft two years ago about Greg Rousseau. and I he was a guy who I liked because, I liked Gregory Russo because I, I I I like the upside I like the sack production um so there's you say that like I've been like it's always been on my mind that you liked Gregory Russo like that's a conversation we've had a million times that's not what I'm saying <laughs> but I liked Gregory Russo too did you okay. yeah I gotta go back and look at our rankings okay okay uh, if memory serves well I liked Gregory Russo okay good production good production young player yeah yeah, yeah. Good production, young, yeah, very young player, very young player. Great story too. Turn that okay. in nice frame. You covered almost everybody except, uh, of course, the biggest storyline in this game is the Ryan Bates revenge game. Oh, why don't you, uh, in, in case our audience, yeah, I got, got a got a pop from uh, Penn State Tyler on Ryan Bates. Yes, uh, tough trade in Eagles history. Yeah, Eli Harold did not pan out. Yeah, I think that'll be like uh, you know when Howie Roseman is getting enshrined into into Canton, you know. <laughs> Please welcome Howie Roseman, two-time Super Bowl winning general manager. Oh, who, he's not winning again? Who once traded oh. away. Well, no, I'm no, one, one more. You I'm gave giving him one more. more. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Howie, you hear that? General manager, yeah. yeah. Who once traded away Ryan Bates for Eli Harold. Mm. It's true. But once. And who once released Casey Tuhill. <laughs> yeah, who made a play yesterday. But also once traded uh duke riley for uh, yes 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 for jonathan sipper no traded jonathan sipper for duke riley and the god compensation yes. for it and who once traded bruce hector for rudy ford and then brought back bruce, bruce hector, hector a week later yes um a true a true uh buy one get one free a true buy one get one free yeah when he gets elected into the pro football hall of fame these are the trades they're going to discuss not aj brown for a first i think player. so yeah these are the trades they're going to discuss these are the ones I'd like to, I'd like, I, I would love to just have like a very long, like Esoteric. how did this, how did these trades get made? Yeah. All the, he gets asked about all the other stuff. This, yeah, this stuff true. is interesting. That's true. Um, that'd be, that'd be a good story to pursue. Okay. Uh, shout out. I forgot uh, in the rundown of the uh, Thanksgiving menu. Uh, shout out to Abby who made the, uh, the artichoke dip. Ah, the appetizer. Delicious. I, I like an artichoke dip. It's very good. Yeah. Classic Seedler recipe. Classic what recipe? That's oh. her that's oh, her oh, main okay. name. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
and John who brought the cheese. Ah, the, okay. John nice. told me to say hi to you, by the way. What's up, John? Yeah. Big John fan. Compliments to the chef. <laughs> yeah, big, you know, actually, uh, I want to give a shout out to Will, who I met in the airport the other night. Um, oh, and he saw you at your worst. Yeah, although he didn't know. I feel bad. but um, Poor guy's got pneumonia somewhere. <laughs> no, I was. Um, but uh, Will was, was so nice, and uh, I, I couldn't meet him before the game. Um, but we were uh, exchanging emails. And oh wait, was this on the on the way to Kansas? Yeah, City? the way to oh, Kansas. Okay. City. So that, I said on your at your worst because it was also this because the six a.m. Oh, yeah. oh plus. Okay. Oh no no no! I met him in the Philly airport, uh, and he listens to all our shows. He, 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 as nice as could be, we had a nice conversation. But then he emailed me and he wanted to say that you're a true comedian. Um, oh. So. Uh, I thought you would appreciate that. I'm giving the sh- I, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. It balances out the uh, the Leno conversation a little bit. Yeah, yeah that 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 one really got under your skin. <laughs> it did. I, I checked out our iTunes comments. That was, yeah, people like that conversation. People like that though. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, very quickly before we get back to the Bills, we should just say because we didn't talk about it at the top, the loss from the Lions yesterday now gives the Eagles a a two game cushion in the NFC. Now, the Cowboys and Niners continue to roll a little bit, and uh, they're moving up that point differential, but the Eagles now have a, at least, can lose one game without having to worry about tiebreakers for the one seed. Correct. Uh, Now, if you lose, yeah, yeah, they can lose one game and not worry about tiebreakers. If they were to lose this this weekend, next weekend's game becomes, like, huge. uh, Huge. Sure does. But, no, the, the, the probability that the Eagles finish with the number one seed is very high right now. And uh, they're in the driver's seat there. I can't imagine that it, I mean, it will take a lot for them to really stumble here. Okay. All right, let's get into Goose Wisely as we, uh, as we continue to, to talk about this matchup. Now, we have not yet talked about last week's Goose Wisely, Zach, because uh, of all the things that were going on last week. I'll very quickly go through this. You had James Bradbury plays at least 10 snaps in the slot or in coverage of Travis Kelsey. That did not happen. I had Eli Ricks out snaps Bradley Roby. That did not happen. You had a team stop short of the end zone to beat bleed clock at the end of the game. That did not happen. I had Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat both record at least a half a sack. If the league counted a sack on Patrick Mahomes on the intentional grounding, I would have hit that. So you could argue that I deserve that, but I will not take it. I'm, uh, I'm, Purely calling balls and strikes here like any good referee would. No <laughs> points for me. You had A.J. Brown as the game's leading wide receiver. Not Did not happen. I had Patrick Mahomes outrushes Jalen Hurts. This was a golden egg. I did get that, so that was two points for me. You had DeAndre Swift has more total yards from scrimmage than Travis Kelsey. Nailed it. I had Travis Kelsey scores at least two touchdowns. Two to one. You had a member of the Taylor Swift family wears an Eagles jersey. Didn't happen. I had an Eagles tight end catches a touchdown. Didn't happen. You had Patrick Mahomes has a season high in passing yards. Did not happen. I had Jalen Hurts has a season high in rushing yards. Did not happen. You had the Eagles win the game. You nailed it. That's two for you. I had the Chiefs win the game by nine points or more. You had ESPN shows a clip of Nick Sirianni with tears in his eyes during the game broadcast. They showed this clip in the pregame show. And as which is part of the game broadcast during. No, we clarified that this was during the, we clarified <laughs> in the discussion that this was during the game and during the game. They showed an image of him crying in uh, coming in and out of a break. 
but you said very clearly shows a clip, and so unfortunately I cannot count that. Seriously? And I had Joe Buck makes multiple Taylor Swift song references, so that's a 2-2 tie. Uh, we, so do you want to play it like, uh, like a skins game where this week is now worth two, or do you want to just take a half point? I'll let you decide. I actually think the chat's probably out, outraged that I, I, I missed out on the, on, on the crying I don't see how that's any different than the Josh Sweat sack. It's they're, they're, these are technicalities based on well, the Josh way Sweat that the thing was written. Well, Josh Sweat literally didn't get a sack. Okay, um, and they literally didn't show a clip of Nick Sirianni crying of Nick during the game broadcast. Yeah, they showed up. They showed an image of him crying in the game broadcast. Shows and, a clip. Okay. That's not a clip. Okay. All right. All right. You know, if they had talked about it, would that have counted? No. Okay. It's the same. You had, you, that is what you proposed. Okay. Uh, by I... Adhere to the letter of the law. We will follow the letter of the law. So I, I just want – so in a 55 zone, Bo would never go 56. Okay. Well, I know you go way faster than that. I've driven with you before. You think I'm a fast driver? I, th- I mean, I think they call you Leadfoot Berman for a reason. The, a, there's no one who's ever <laughs> called me – like, ever. And the criticism – Emily's actually watching this show, and she probably spit out her coffee when you said that. I am definitely not a fast driver. Okay. Um. Like, she wants me to drive faster. So, uh, yeah, I am not a fast driver whatsoever. Now, I'm not, like, going below the speed limit, but, okay. you know, if they give you that 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 nine-mile-per-hour cushion, I'm taking the nine-mile-per-hour cushion. Even in a 15? I well, no, 15 is typically a school zone. So, yeah, no, school zone. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm very careful about school Do you zone. want this to be worth two this week? The, the score on the year is six to two. This could be a chance yes, for you to make up I want grounds. this to be worth two. Okay, let's do it. Uh, let's do it that way. So. Thank you, Khalif. Zach robbed again. Yeah, I mean. Longtime listener. He knows. Just, uh, you should have said it. You should have okay, clarified look, it differently then. Look. That's not the thing that you proposed. All right, I will go first. Uh, my first proposition for you, and if you're uh, joining us for the first time, what a weird time to join us for the first time on the day after Thanksgiving. But Zach and I are going to propose eight different things that could happen in this game with relatively equal likelihood. And the other person decides which they think is more likely. The other person gets uh, the one that they didn't choose. So uh, I will go first. Let me pull it up here. My first one for you, Zach, mm-hmm. is Julio Jones out touches Boston Scott or Gabe Davis has a catch of at least 15 yards. I'm going. Do you think that Julio Jones is like, is the, I, I know we've had the Julio Jones conversation before, but having watched last week, do you think he's like entrenched as the number three receiver here with Quez Watkins potentially returning? They activated his 21 day window. Yes. I think there's a reason Julio Jones is on this roster and it's, it's not to collect dust on the sideline. It's, it's, he's, he's going to be in the mix. Now I don't think it's going to be like, entrenched in terms of maybe not to the degree that Quez was last year, but I think he will take the most snaps between Quez, Alameda, and him. Okay. Who, but, but, but Julio Jones has played four games this year. He hasn't topped 10 yards receiving yet. Well, the defense, the attention that he's commanding from defenses. Oh, yeah, that's really... That's, <laughs> no, I, I mean, think look. A.J. Brown you know, wins, wins Offensive Player of the Year this year, and the first thing he says is, thank God for... <laughs> Julio Jones attracting all that attention from the defenses when he had 35 yards receiving. Well, he'll literally say, thank God for Julio Jones. You see, this thing has still creeped. The the brightness is back in the (laughs) middle again. I just did this. It was 10 minutes ago. 
he he would literally say he would not be an NFL player right now if not for Julio Jones. So actually, he might thank Julio Jones and said. Okay, so then the Eagles but, should actually have Calvin Johnson on the roster too, and then before they should have Randy Moss, and then they should also have uh, Jerry Rice on the practice squad. Harold so, Carmichael, welcome back. You're you're on the team again. Like you can't just keep pushing the lineage back. So uh, I, I now snaps doesn't necessarily lead, lead to touches, right? So the reason why I don't think you've seen his production. It's because he's the, you know, especially when, when Goddard was healthy, he was the fifth option in the passing game, right? I think the reason you haven't seen the production is because his legs are toast. Okay. Well, perhaps it's that. Perhaps it's that. But then why are they playing? Uh, um, well, they're playing him over Alameda. And, and, and you think when Quez is back, they're going to want that speed on the field. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't think that they're going to. No, I, I don't think that Quez Watkins is going to all of a sudden come in and be playing you know, 75% of the snaps. Yeah. I don't. Uh, but I, I just, this idea that Julio Jones is like adding a, this crazy dynamic to the offense has absolutely no support to it statistically. No, he's not adding a crazy dynamic to the offense. But I think that the the upside's there, and I think certainly... that's a, I don't think that the upside is there. Okay. I think I, there's great vibes with him being there, right? And mm-hmm. they love to have him in the room. That's awesome. The upside is, the upside to me is like, uh, he can be a red zone threat a little bit. Yeah. And, and maybe and he's a good, he's and, a good blocker. And like, if he were to have a 40 yard game, that would be like a, that would be a celebration. <laughs> so to answer the question, I am going to go with Gabe Davis, 15 plus yards. Uh, even though he did not have a, uh, a, a target last week, I, I believe. He is their their he is a big play threat for them. Um, we've seen that this season. We obviously saw that in that Bills Chiefs playoff game a few years ago. Uh, he's been inconsistent, but I'm not convinced that Julio Jones is is is, is going to get a lot of touches. There's a chance Boston Scott could get you know four or five touches a game. So I feel more comfortable going with Gabe Davis in the 15 plus. I think if Gabe Davis makes a catch or or is a factor in this game, it's with a big play. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Okay, good choice. Up to you. Up to, up to me here, and I enjoy doing these. Uh, so my first one here is Josh Allen has more total yards than Jalen Hurts, or Jalen Hurt or Jalen Hurts has more yards per carry than Josh Allen. Uh, this one is easy to me because Jalen Hurts' yards per carries, you know, they go down because of the, the tush pushes, right? Yes. Uh, so I'm taking Josh Allen has more total yards than Jalen Hurts. The only way that this doesn't happen is if the, the Eagles aren't in position to uh, have a lot of brotherly shoves. So I will take uh, Josh Allen. Was it total yards? Yeah, total yards. So rushing yards plus passing yards. Okay. Write that down. So for the season, Josh Allen is averaging. Um, I thought I had that up here. Um, but uh, it, it, it was around well. Well, Jalen Hurts was around like three something yards per carry, and G- uh, Josh Allen was a little bit more. Here I have it here. Uh, I'm Jalen Hurts is three point five yards per carry rushing the ball this season, and Josh Allen rushing the ball this season is in the uh, it's in the fours, and he's pushed higher up there. So okay. Uh, that I, I can see you going there now. Now, Josh Allen also has the chance of having a big passing game. And right. 
So I I would probably I probably would have done the same thing. Josh Allen's four point nine yards per carry. Okay. All right. I have AJ Epinesa, the girl from Epinesa, out sacks Brandon Graham in this game, or Jalen Carter out sacks Ed Oliver. Hmm. Uh, this is a tough one here because Brandon Graham has not been like a prolific sack producer, and the Bills aren't giving up that many sacks this year. Uh, and the Bills get a lot of sacks. I'm a big Ed Oliver guy, but man, Jalen Carter, and I saw Baldy's clips the other day, Jalen Carter is just getting to the quarterback. But Ed Oliver already has a career-high six sacks this season. Um, now, I, K11 in the chat says he just went to watch last week's Goose Wisely, and the exact wording was ESPN shows the crying Nick Sirianni video, not play the crying Nick Sirianni video. A still in a still image of the Sirianni video was shown. I say Zach at the point. That's wrong. It says video shows the video, not an image. They they didn't show the video. The video is not a picture. Thank you very I'm much. I'm sorry. We have to be pedantic. That's the only way to judge this. There has never been a more bow wolf sentence than "I'm sorry." We have to be pedantic. Like that, that explains Bo Wolf right there. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry, Tyler, can you just put that on the, on the, on the, on the screen again? I just want to review my options, but I'm leaning toward. Epinesa outsacks yeah. Brandon Graham or Jalen Carter outsacks Ed Oliver. Yeah. Uh, you know what? This is Brandon Graham's day. I'm not going to pick against Brandon Graham here. So let's go Jalen Carter outsacks Ed Oliver. Okay, I think that's good. You talked about the Bills offensive line. I think you're a little higher on that O-line than I am. Okay. Uh, they're sack. Rate is low, but I, I sort of give that credit to to Josh Allen. It's hard to take I think they can be had. Um, I think any of those guys can be had, uh, especially. I think I think the the biggest advantage for the Eagles is probably Hassan Reddick yeah. against Spencer Jones at right tackle. Uh, I think you probably those were tough. I think you could take either one of those, but I, I respect you not not betting against Brandon Graham on Brandon Graham's day. So the Bills register four plus sacks, or the Eagles register four plus sacks. Now, the Bills are a prolific sack-producing team, uh, but like we discussed, the uh, you know the Eagles could, you know, Spencer Jones in particular, I agree. You're talking about, you know, like what, a 6'9", offensive lineman. Um, Hassan Reddick can, can, has that leverage, can get low, can get around him. Uh, I do like that matchup. I'm glad you brought that back. Yeah, and Jalen Hurts is not getting sacked a ton either. So this is tough. I'm going to take, I guess I'll take the Eagles, but I don't feel great about that. Which one would you have taken? I probably would have taken the Bills. Okay. Well, Eagles allowed five sacks last week against a, a defense that's structured similarly. Uh, the Sean, something you've heard a lot. You think it's a revenge game for Sean McDermott? Well, I think Sean McDermott, uh, I think it's a personal game for Sean McDermott. Coming back to Philly, a team that fired him, right? A team that did not even interview him after he was the defensive coordinator for a 15 and one club. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, this is one that. And parted Sean, ways with his brother? Yeah, they parted ways with his brother. And look, Sean McDermott's been, uh, he's getting more criticism than he has in the past. I think uh, a game in his hometown against, uh, against the team that, you know, he kind of grew up following that he worked for, they started his career for. Yeah, yeah, I think this is personal. And it's actually interesting for, for Nick Sirianni too. 
He's expecting all his, uh, you know, he's a, he's expecting Jamestown to be rooting for the Bills. And he has a lot of friends who are Bills fans. And he looked into the camera today and he told them, you guys didn't play sports and go to high school with Sean McDermott. You went with me, right? So now the interesting thing is Sean McDermott has a <laughs> right, lot of exactly. friends. Right, exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. you, like can't, you, can't, you can't have that one both ways. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's kind of interesting. Okay. Uh, for you, I have Josh Allen either runs through or jumps over an Eagles defender in this game, or Jalen Hurts scores a non-sneak Ooh. rushing touchdown. I like both of these happening, actually. But of these two, I'll, I'll go with... So ha- so my my problem so, with this so I, here... Well, runs through is difficult to define. Yes, so that's let's, what I was going to say. So, so let's define it that, now. Let's yeah. define it now. Uh, it, I, this is not like... Uh, he breaks a tackle where a guy's like hanging onto his leg and he's able to sort of squirm free. This is like he trucks over a guy. Okay. And is able to then keep going. It's not like that. That okay. doesn't uh, bring him yeah. down. You know, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's okay. understood. Or he jumps over a guy. Yeah, I think I think Jalen Hurts non-sneak rushing touchdown. We saw it last week. I think, you know, you get the the second and goal from the six and he drops back and then rushes through the open lane. Yeah, I think that's the right pick. Um, do you think that the like the the Jalen uh, leaning into him being a runner and and him looking as good as he did athletically last week? Do you think that continues? Do you think they're worried about that? No, I asked I, Nick about that at the press yeah. conference on Wednesday, and he was just sort of like, "Yeah, I mean, we see what he's like during the week, and we build the game plan accordingly." Yeah, I I think we think about that more than I think a lot of the running stuff's instinctive for. Jalen Hurts. So it's it's a matter of if he wants to be a if he wants to be a a runner on on that given day. I I think a lot of what we would call the design runs are like the RPRs, where he has he has the option to run, but there's also the handoff, the pass, like or him him hold on to it. Uh, so I will, uh, yeah, I I still think you're going to see him lean into the run, but I think it's going to be at his pace and not anyone else's. Okay. Over to you. Uh, DeAndre Swift totals 113 scrimmage yards. Obviously, exceeds it is a possibility too. Um, so he, if he did, and that 113, I'm trying to incorporate relevant numbers into this game. That would allow him to reach 1,000 this season. Oh, okay, okay. 1,000 yards from scrimmage, not 1,000. Ooh, I love this. Is one. Of the, 1, we're we're now in peak ZB reaching <laughs> for milestone season. Okay. This is great. Or Devontae I've forgotten about this. Or Devontae Smith finishes between 93 and 99 receiving yards. And because if you're in that range, then it's like you could have had I think he said the other day he'd he, rather have 98. He would rather have 98 yeah. than 99. Yeah. Because he's it, had two now in the yes. past three games. And it would be a little too if if I just had him finishing at 99, it'd be a little too harder to hit. But I think that 93 to 98 range is, is uh or 93 to 99 range. It's a fun one. Uh, I'll take Swift. I'll okay. take it's too too specific for Devontae okay. for me. So I'll take Swift goes to one thirteen and gets to a thousand, and that's total yards. Total yards right. from scrimmage. Yep. Okay. Devontae ninety three to ninety one to ninety nine. All right, my last one for you. Uh, you know I love a Bill Bills type deal. You know, like the Buffalo Bills. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite Bill? Who's my favorite Bill? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I would go with like, I, I went to high school with Billy Moreno. So 
And that's that. a Billy, and uh, oh, okay. not anybody that okay. enough people are going to know. Who's your famous, <laughs> famous Bill? Your favorite famous Bill? Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you did a good job avoiding a couple landmines there. Why? Uh, oh, well, Bill Clinton. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean I'm a fan of presidential politics, so, or presidential history. Okay. <laughs> Big Epstein guy over here. <laughs> I, I don't know how you conflate the two, but okay. okay. Zach, um, uh, vacationing at Little St. James. Okay. Um, I thought you might say, I, I was thinking you might say Cosby, but uh, you did a good uh, job avoiding that one. Yeah. I'm Clinton, Clinton and Cosby, the two classic uh, problematic bills. Okay. Okay. But uh, there is one other bill in the NFL who is a head coach. That's Bill Belichick. And so oh, yeah. the, the proposal here for you is that Bill Belichick and the Buffalo Bills have the same result on Sunday. So the, the uh, Patriots are playing at the Giants. Okay. Okay, so you've got to, you, they both have to do the exact same thing. Or there is a point in, a ga- in this game when a catch or a non-catch is overturned upon no. review. It's a hard one here. Um, so I think the Bills are going to beat the Giants. Uh, I think the Patriots are going to beat the Giants, but I'll get to my Eagles prediction in a bit. Um, but... Uh, Catch, non-catch. So, you know what? I'm just going to go with the Bill-Bills one because, look, maybe the Giants win. Maybe the Bills upset. Like, I, There's just – the catch, non-catch is so hard to figure out. So, I'm good. I'll, I'll go with Bill-Bills. Yeah, I think – I, I have no I think, I think, I think statistically that's a better a better decision for you. Okay. Uh, so, here's, here's mine, and, and I'd like to incorporate the other big games from this weekend. Which is higher, the total points in the Eagles-Bills game – or the total points in the Michigan-Ohio State game. Their over-unders are very similar. Okay. What's your pick for the give – me, give, me, give me like the 90-second uh, breakdown of the Michigan-Ohio State game. Okay. So Michigan's playing without their head coach. Um, these past two years, though, they've owned Ohio State. Uh, they've been tougher than them. Michigan's been uh, outstanding this year. Ohio State – uh, has has also been really good this year. Ohio State. Both teams are undefeated. Yeah, Ohio State has Marvin Harrison Jr., who, in my opinion, is the best like overall player in college football this year. I think Michigan has. I mean, their their defense has has been awesome. Their offensive line controls the line of scrimmage. Blake Corum running the ball. JJ McCarthy hasn't really been like the the superstar quarterback that he can be, but he makes plays when he when he needs to make them. Michigan has talent. Roman Wilson. On the outside, um, Ohio State's led at quarterback by a Philly guy, Drew McCord. Uh, so um, th- there's uh, oh, I'm sorry, Kyle McCord. I said Drew McCord, Kyle McCord. Um, both teams really good. A lot of bad blood, though. A lot of bad blood. Uh, Michigan is, as I said, without Harbaugh on the on the, on the sideline. That's a big story. They have Sharon Moore coaching them. Uh, so yeah, it's I think Michigan's three and a half point favorites. If I'm not mistaken. Game is at Michigan. Uh, the game is at Michigan, I believe. Right? No, 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 no. I think the game's in Ohio this year. Wow, they're road favorites. Am I wrong there, Kyle? Oh, I'm sorry, Tyler. <laughs> it's in Michigan. It's in Michigan. Okay, yes, I apologize for that. It is in Michigan. Uh, I'm gonna say that the Michigan Ohio State game has more points. Okay. Than the Eagles Bills game. Okay. What would you have taken? Uh, I probably would have gone with, yeah, I probably would have gone with the same thing, especially because 
there's always the chance of a, of an overtime in college when you can like True. inflate points. Yeah. Okay. Now we have to pick our golden eggs here, which means that the those points will be worth two. I'm gonna go ahead and take the. Uh, Josh Allen has more total yards than Jalen Hurts won, leaving you with uh, Jalen Hurts has more yards per carry than Josh Allen. That's okay. gonna be my golden goose. And golden egg. Refresh my memory on the best one that they, that uh, that I took from you. I mean, I think you could make a case for the uh, Bill Bills. Okay. Versus the catch gets overturned. If mm-hmm. you feel strongly about the Bills having more sacks than the Eagles, you could take that one. Jalen Hurts scoring a non-sneak touchdown you could take? I'll go to the Bill Bills. That's right. a fun one. All right. So Zach has, Gabe Davis has a catch of 15-plus yards. Jalen Hurts has more yards per carry than Josh Allen. Jalen Carter out sacks at Oliver. The Buffalo Bills have at least four sacks. Jalen Hurts scores a non-sneak touchdown. Devontae Smith finishes with between 93 and 99 receiving yards. The Bills and Bill Belichick have the same result on Sunday. And the Eagles, Bills, total points is more than the total points scored in Michigan, Ohio State. I have the reverse on that last one. A catch is overturned. Uh, DeAndre Swift has at least 113 yards from scrimmage. Josh Allen runs over or <coughs> above an Eagles defender. The Eagles have at least four sacks. AJ Epinesa outsnaps Brandon Graham. Josh Allen has more total yards than J- Jalen Hurts. And Julio Jones out touches Boston Scott. Before we get to our crystal ball dealer predictions, let me quickly tell you about FOCO because FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It's the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's football and tailgating season, so they've got overalls, hoodies, hats, sunglasses, bags, everything you need for a game. FOCO has also hooked PHLY up and provided awesome pieces for our sets. FOCO always has our back for Philly sports and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHLY for 10% off. All right, Zach, we've reached the end of the line. Anything else to get on your off your chest before you, you uh, let us know what your prediction is for Sunday? Uh, we briefly spoke about Shaq Leonard earlier this week. Yeah, Still what do you hasn't think? signed anywhere. I wouldn't rule it out for the Eagles. I, I think Nick Sirianni... Was Nick asked about him today? No, it was a very abbreviated press conference okay. today. Um, but uh, I think Nick will give you know the experience and the input that he has with Shaq Leonard. I think a lot of this could come down to what kind of role Shaq Leonard's looking for, right? And uh, if he or if he's looking for a scheme that he might be more familiar with. But if he wants, you know, I think Dallas will certainly be interested in him. Uh, I think the Eagles, obviously. Uh, Shafter said Cowboys and Eagles, right? Uh, those are the two teams those he, two he teams. name dropped. Yeah, so. Uh, I I can see the Eagles making the play here. They they're they're thin at linebacker. Uh, this is someone who, you know, they they have a, a background with. It certainly gives you Nicholas Morrow insurance. If it doesn't work, like it's not gonna it's, it's not gonna crater your season in any way. Uh, you know, yeah, if you're talking to... about Nicholas Morrow insurance, I think that's a good way to frame what Why? they might be looking for. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So that's why I I could certainly see this being the case. Okay. Yeah, I think it's I think uh worth a shot. Yes. But nothing that you need to really worry about. Nicholas Morrow insurance. Nicholas Morrow insurance. Okay. Uh what do you got for this work for Sunday? So this is gonna be a tough game for the Eagles. The Eagles are favored by three. The Eagles are favored by three. Uh I believe the the number's forty eight and a half. And 
I think that, well, look, I wrote this on all PHLY the other day. After the, the way the Eagles played, you can't pick against them right now. I think they've earned the right. I don't love the way they're winning games. You know, as I said, against Kansas City, the second lowest yardage total output of the Sirianni era. The fact that, you know, Kansas City turned the ball over twice in the red zone. Bless you. Bless you. Valdez Scantling, um, you know, drop, uh, he, he, he drops a pass at the goal line. They, things can go in a handful of different directions. But when you beat good teams as much as the Eagles are beating them and they have good game plans, uh, the Eagles earn the right for me to keep, to keep picking them. And I'm going to pick them until they give me a reason not to. And so I'm going to pick them this week. But this is not an easy spot. And I think Buffalo is going to be tough. And I think Buffalo is going to have a good game plan together. And I think Josh Allen's going to be tough to stop. And I think uh, Diggs can really create some stress on the, on the defense, especially vertically. Uh, so I, I'm expecting this to be close. I don't think this is going to be one where they kind of shut them out in the second half, although Sean Desai has done that exceptionally well. Uh, but I am going with an Eagles 26. Uh, I was going to guess 26, 23. Is that your, is that your pick? 26, 24. <laughs> Eagles 26, <laughs> Bills 24. Uh, and I'm going to give credit to the Eagles offense here. I, I know Brian Johnson is under scrutiny, but AJ Brown's been, been playing well. I think, uh, you know, they're they're moving the ball, they're scoring points, they're not doing it at the same rate last year, but it's I think Sirianni said they're like a half point different in their average than they were a year ago. Uh you would like to see them push into the thirties a little bit more, but I'm expecting uh a better game from Hertz or or I'm sorry, from from AJ Brown. I think between AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, that will be the difference in this game. Both of them are near 100 yards, perhaps one of them over 100 yards. And as long as the Eagles don't have these costly turnovers and sacks are not an issue, the Eagles advance the 10-1 and one and continue their run to the number one seed. Uh, last week, I pre- correctly predicted the Eagles to beat the Chiefs, as we all know. Uh, those of us who watched the kickoff show. Okay. And, those of us who watched the kickoff. And also w- read the... Yes. Um, Back the email and forth. exchange that yes. we have, yep. okay. so. which will come out on Saturday. Well, yeah, on Saturday, hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, <laughs> maybe not. You tell me when okay. you want it to come out. Um, so once again, I reserve the right to change my pick. You'll have to tune into the kickoff show, which starts at, I believe, 345 on Sunday with Jamie Lynch and myself and Zach live from Lincoln Financial Field. I think the Bills are going to win this game, and I'll tell you why. Mm. This is not this is not uh, diehard analysis here. This is not uh, giving you the keys to this game scheme-wise. I just feel it in my bones that next week's game, Eagles 49ers, is going to be, the whole talk is going to be about this is for NFC supremacy. Uh, and if the Eagles lose this game to the Bills, which they're playing on, on a short week, coming off the high of a big win for them and having had that travel difficulty, going up against a desperate Bills team that is better than its record, this is the least important game tiebreaker-wise for the Eagles on the entire schedule, like from from the post-buy. There are no common opponents here. So this is not one that they need. They've, and the, the Niners are coming to town next week, and if the Eagles have a one-game lead and this is all of a sudden for 
like the one seed tiebreaker. I, I just, I feel like that game is going to be all about that. Mm. And it's like, they've got two games coming up now against the other two top NFC contenders. I just feel that in my bones. And so I'm going to say that the bills win this game. 27, 21. But he reserves the right to change his mind. But I reserve the right to change my mind, so tune into the kickoff show to see if I, uh, once again, correctly predict what's going to happen. There you go. You feeling good? Yeah, I feel great. I love doing this show. We're, we're an hour and 11 minutes into it. We're, we're giving them extra time today. Well, you know, we had no show on Thursday. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the PHOY Eagles podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We will talk to you on Sunday for the kickoff show and the postgame show. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy your Thanksgiving leftovers. Compliments to all the chefs out there. And for Zach and Tyler and all of us here at PHOY, as always, we love you. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.